I'm off mute, 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 mute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Never ending. Yeah. Never ending, like virtual problems that we have oh, I love in it. today's I love day and it. age. It's okay. It's okay. All right. We're going to get this thing going. We rolling. got this. This is going to be fine. I see my waveform. Things look okay. good. Things are good? Yeah. We're looking you, up. You could hear me. We're good. I can hear you. I can see you. I want to do some jumping jacks. That's how happy I am. I'm going to take a sip from my red solo and we're good to oh go. My gosh. This is the Famous Friends Podcast, showcasing and recognizing talent among our friends and future friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, let me be me. Jesus. <laughs> no, I love you. That's why I love you for you. I just think it's so funny. It's so you, but continue. Sorry, I'm quiet. All right. All right. Welcome to the Famous Friends Podcast. I'm your host, John Luca, and I'm here with my co-host. I found her, Selena. Welcome back. I'm back. Yeah. I'm sorry and I we brought... the last few. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's okay. So I'm... we're just happy that we found you. I know you're off conquering the sound world. So Yeah. Welcome. Like you said, I'm saving the world somehow. Yes. Yes. And we, <laughs> you know what? We got and we brought and we have and we're holding because she's here today. A very, very, very special guest who I once had on a show prior to. So I can say welcome back. I think I can. Miss Jess DiLoretto. Welcome. Hello. Yes. We're so happy. Yes. Yeah, we are. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm really excited that you're actually here. We have a very interesting topic to cover with you. Um, I know. And I'm going to get to learn something new today because I'm quite still unfamiliar. No matter how many videos I watch on the topic, I don't really understand that side of women. Forgive me. It's the healthcare side. Yeah, it is like it is. It's it's crazy. But I'm sure men could relate on some level of of seeking healthcare and just not knowing maybe what what's wrong. And then being open to it and discussing and, you know, yeah, sharing our feelings, sharing our feelings. Absolutely. Uh, sharing feelings is the best way to go. And mm-hmm. we really need to incorporate that a little bit more. Not only do you, uh, you know, lead by example, Jess, in your everyday, you know, you're a teacher by day. And just like Selena, you're joining the superwoman hero by night. You are an advocate and someone who has PCOS. And the reason why we brought you on today is just to, you know, gain a little bit of knowledge about that and you know, how you've brought uh, light and brought so much awareness around that topic and, you know, touched so many hearts and lives through uh, online and your channel and, you know, uh, various means. I think you were even a part of like some sort of virtual convention recently too. I was looking on that. Like, so just tell us, you know, what is PCOS, Jess? Wow. Amazing. Um, So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and it was kind of one of those things that was really kind of hard to pinpoint and diagnose. So a lot of women kind of slipped through the cracks and had all of these kind of different symptoms, but nothing conclusive connecting all of them. So they were kind of all separate sim- systems, uh, symptoms, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. And now they've coined this, like, basically basket of symptoms as PCOS, Um, And it's basically Mm. one in 10 women now that have it. So it's kind of on the rise. Wow. Really sure why. 
Um, but basically, it's an insulin resistance problem that affects your whole endocrine system. So I know it was like a lot of big words. I was <laughs> so, like, and um, okay. Let's <laughs> go back to science class. Yeah. Yeah. So your endocrine system is basically your biggest kind of like hormonal system in your body. It affects everything from your weight to your sleep, to your thinking process, to your clarity, to your acne, to your hair, to, you know, both physical and and non-physical things that we can't see happening in our system. And so PCOS basically creates this insulin resistance in your body. So you're, you have really high resting glucose um, sugar levels, which is why a lot of women with PCOS tend to have diabetes or pre-diabetic. And what it does is because your insulin levels are so high, those insulin levels overtake your other hormones. They kind of say like, instead of it being at a, um, sorry, instead of it being at like a leveled playing field, like a regular healthy person, they kind of take over. And because of that, they cause all of these awful symptoms like um, excessive weight gain, um, balding, like excessive hair growth, insomnia, um, like headaches, weight, like there's just like the list goes on and on and on. Um, and so before all of these women were like, Whoa, I gained like 25 pounds in one month. Like mm-hmm. what, what's going on? And the doctors would just say like, Oh, well, it's probably this, but there were so many other correlating symptoms that now they finally connected the dots, which is really promising. So yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Well, wow. I was wondering because yeah, you're looking at these symptoms and they're so similar to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Were you like kind of on Google being like, okay, I have this and this. And then it was showing up something else. And you're like, oh, I, I maybe have this. <laughs> Which I, I'm going to, I'm going to intervene here, guys, to yeah. everyone, everyone, no one should ever self-diagnose. No, it's the scariest it's terrible, thing right? that you it's possibly awful. can do. And Google, oh, thank yes, you so much, point. always gives you the worst case scenario. It's like, could, think be, could be indigestion, could be cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I have right? this rash on my finger and I, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> could be a rash. Like, why? <laughs> you know? Like, could, like, yeah. so, oh, my gosh. And, like, how did you, you come about to know that you had this? Like, how many specialists did you oh, have to see? Oh, my like, gosh. So, yeah. this is something a- that I was born with that I – it gets worse the more that you're – it kind of hits, like, past puberty because that's when your hormones are more developed and your body, I guess, is more developed. So, I was starting to see the symptoms in high school. Um, but it was like unknown, like PCOS was not a thing. And if it was, it was like very, very unknown. So I kind of went from doctor to doctor and they all had different opinions of what I had, but it wasn't PCOS. It was like, Mm. oh, you're just going through puberty. That's why you gained all that weight. Or, oh, like you're just a teenager. That's why you have this, or you're just stressed. And that's why like, you know, this is happening or you're not getting your period because like, you're just over, you're, you're going to the gym too much like it was like always an excuse but it never so I went to like naturopaths Chinese medicine I went to like Mm -hmm. acupuncture I paid like out of pocket for like specialists like downtown Toronto for like a thousand dollars a pop to be like what is it like I know something's wrong yeah and it wasn't until I was like 22 or 23 that I paid again Basically, there's like this really cool organization in Toronto and they basically try and solve like medical mysteries. Mm-hmm. So no way. Yeah. What's it called? Like, I 
you know what? I don't know what, because it was years ago. This was like eight years ago. And what they do is you submit your case and all of these things and all the things you've tried. And it's like Mm -hmm. a group of doctors that get together and like try and fit, I guess like, you know, two minds are better than one mentality and try and figure out what the diagnosis is. And they diagnosed me with PCOS. And wow. I was like, okay. This PCOS. Yeah. How did you feel though? Like when you were actually finally diagnosed, like I was, was it relieving? I was, it was so relieving to yeah. finally be like, okay, like I actually wasn't losing my mind. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like these actually were correlated. I find like a lot of women specifically, like John Luke, I would love to hear your opinion on this and like your mm-hmm. experience. But I feel like when women are ill and they go and seek, you know, medical advice, a lot of the times they're kind of shoved to the side, like, oh, it's nothing, or like, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's just your hormones, or like it's yeah. just whatever. Um, which is what I got my whole life. Um, I don't know if the experiences are the same with men, but I feel like it takes a lot for like women to be taken seriously. Um yeah, we know our bodies, so it should be taken totally. seriously. I feel like you, women are more in tune with their bodies than than guys are, and it's something you guys don't that see like the doctor. Yeah, we, and yeah, a lot of guys just don't believe in going to see the doctor because they're like, "Oh yeah, man, yeah, caveman, no. <laughs> which fire, isn't, which is Lift not good." Bricks, like, you know, should. and it's a lot of guys, you know, uh, wait too long to go and see their doctor, yeah. and and a lot yeah. of problems that they they kind of put to the side, and then becomes even bigger issues. So. I, I see your point and like I, I'd have to agree to disagree with you because, you know, in my experience, I haven't had like that much neglect, but I can also see where like, yeah, you're right. Maybe they're kind of, uh, well, then you, you have like the people who the, the boy who cried wolf scenario where like, you have those uh, individuals who go to the doctor too much and, mm-hmm. you know, are not taken seriously. And maybe, uh, maybe that is like uh, more women that do that than guys. Cause like, typically I think that you, you never really hear of a guy going to the doctor too much or at least i've never had any friends or colleagues or yeah "Yeah, it's not even that yeah it's mostly like when you feel something you know something's wrong and like Mm -hmm. let's say you say your stomach hurts and they're like okay try this medication but you know it's not really doing it and it's some might be something else because it's not working so you have to go back and be like that would be like when i was at western yeah it didn't matter what you had their go-to was are you pregnant so like you'd go right. to the walk-in yeah. clinic and I'd be like, oh, yeah. like my head is killing. Like I'm having really bad stomach aches. And right away, are you pregnant? And I would say, no. And no. like, mm, we're just going to test in case. And it's like, okay, uh, I'm trusting my uh, word. The school oh my has God. a bit of a reputation. <gasps> it's not, it's, it's not here to you know, draw but, back any curtains, but yeah, Western is known for a bit totally. more of a partying like, school. And obviously like they probably have become – like tell to the point where they are asking that first because obviously maybe it is an issue but yeah. at the same time to like automatically like assume that these symptoms are correlated to like the fact that you might be pregnant is like a little bit silly to me like i think that's like something you would ask down the like yes the conversation yeah, like, that okay, I like, are you, like this? okay like could you be pregnant maybe like we'll do a side test but it shouldn't be like oh like i think like maybe you're like we're gonna like you know do you know what i mean like there's a different yeah, yeah def- there's also a difference between like your family doctor versus like you're going to a walk-in right so like with your yeah. family doctor you have to have that dynamic that like it's it's not even like yeah it's a trust but that's what healthcare is to me it's between the doctor and the patient and it's understanding what we're both going through and trying to work together to solve maybe this issue and what Mm -hmm. what is going on and just understanding that certain things need to be addressed and 
and we'll find the solution. Absolutely. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I have such a good rapport with my doctor that not a lot of people That's do. So you know, good. you know, when you go yeah. in, you're like, you're going for your, your checkups or whatever. A lot of people like to lie to their doctors. And I don't ever understand why. Because I need I, them to like. I don't think like, that's a girl know, thing then. I, I think it's know. a guy thing. I really think that's it is. Like, you know, to me. Hmm. They just never really know what's going on. Like, you know, uh, whether that be you going in for uh, How much do you drink per week? How much do you do this? Do you do drugs? Oh, do you do this? Well, you're like, stuff. no, yeah. I don't do those. Things. <laughs> we know you do those things. Like, they, that's why they have. Okay. So it's doctorate. a little bit of like, a misleading, not really lying, but you just yeah. don't want to yeah. come all across as like a certain oh, way. My doctor loves me i can tell you that the stories i tell her whew. yeah yeah we don't want to be saying like things like we're not bashing any medical professionals no, we love you guys like this is just saying, like experiences like, yeah exactly and like that's the thing is like this was something that wasn't there's so many like diseases now that weren't you know quantifiable back then and they weren't mm-hmm. diagnosable because they weren't prominent and they weren't you know known yet so I'm not here right. saying like oh like the doctors didn't it's not even about that it was just like it wasn't something that was prominent you know yeah so you know they when more people have talk the, about they didn't it have the data on it they didn't have the research on it and it wasn't something that was like you know one in ten now it is so yeah research technology That's so great so thankful for the day and age that we do live in because uh, it's come so far and so advanced you know mm-hmm. needs to say like 30 years ago yeah. they didn't have this 10 years ago they didn't have a lot of the the knowledge that they hold now or the systems or you know are a lot of computer algorithms working in the the modern um medical field and they're able to diagnose certain things faster because of these these programs right with the so. advancement of technology and all that definitely like uh yeah. i was actually watching one of your youtube videos and you mentioned that through process of elimination you were diagnosed like so since then since your diagnosis have you noticed a development in women being diagnosed for this yeah i think I have a lot of women on my channel that are in their teen years um, or early 20s and they're just like, hey, I just got diagnosed. Like, it's really nice that I found your channel. Like, this really helps. And so that gives me hope because they're being diagnosed a lot younger. So basically because PCOS is a syndrome, you basically have to have a cluster of the symptoms to be qualified as having PCOS. So some of those symptoms are like cysts on your ovaries. That's a big one. Um, Imbalanced hormone profiles. So if they take your blood work and your hormones are not um, balanced or where they should be in the right levels, Um, excessive weight gain, cystic acne, um, hair loss, um, irregular periods or no periods is like another big factor. So basically what they've done is if you have three of those, Mm -hmm. then it qualifies as PCOS. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I had like all of those. (laughs) So it was like, okay, definitely. Green lights all the way. Like boom, boom, boom. I was like, yeah, Yeah. got that, got that, got that, got that. So yeah, so that's how they basically do it. If a teenager goes to a doctor's office and they just have acne, like you don't have PCOS. If you're Mm -hmm. someone that goes and you're gaining weight and there's nothing else, you probably don't have PCOS. It could be another just insulin issue. Um, But if you have all of these other symptoms associated um, and connected, um, then yeah, that's when they diagnose with PCOS. You know, let's talk about your channel uh, for a moment and the community that you've built online. Yeah. Um, and all of, you know, the women, not only women, you know, men too, that do follow you as a, as a true advocate, not only someone that suffers from PCOS, 
but someone that can speak openly. And not only do you do that, you provide uh, reviews on certain products, on um, mm-hmm. certain topics, on what's going on with your body. And I think that you're well respected uh, through th- your channel, Jess, and that you've built something so incredible that, you know, are touching the lives of people around the world. And like on behalf of those people, I want to say thank you Um, just because your community is wonderful. And, you know, if you want to give a shout out what your channel is uh, and what you kind of talk about, please do so right now. Yeah, um, I just yeah. So my channel is just like PCOS and like other musings. But I started the channel about PCOS because I started it in Vancouver three years ago. And the reason I started it was. I was looking for topics about PCOS. I forgot what I was researching and I just couldn't find it. And I'm very big on science and data and like factual stuff that's been published and peer reviewed. And so I found that there was either like the clickbait articles on like the cosmopolitans of the world that were like 10 signs, you have PCOS. Hmm. There was that. And then there was like scholarly literature and there was nothing in between. And I just kept thinking if I was a 15 year old, And I was just diagnosed with PCOS. Like, it would be so awful for me to, I obviously wouldn't read the scholarly data because I'm 15. Just not know what's going to go on with your body. Not have any So as a 15-year-old, I'm going to default to reading the Cosmo article on like what you can do to like help your PCOS. And I was like, I hate that there's no in-between. And Mm -hmm. I wish there was just like a YouTuber that I could like relate with that I could just type in like PCOS and gut health and they would like tell me all about it in like a 10 minute video. Mm. I would get that information and be like, right, I could take notes, I can learn and then like go on with my day. And from um, someone who's actually experienced, who experienced it. Yeah. And yeah. I, my intention the whole time was just to basically create a space for women, but specifically younger women who, you know, didn't have the right information or like didn't know where to go and somewhere that they could easily access. And I thought YouTube was a good platform because a lot of younger people are on YouTube. Um, But yeah, that was always the intention. Um, And so I always, I remember telling Alex, like my husband, when I first did it, I was like, if I just get like one subscriber, like if I help one person like if I have one person that was like hey like thanks for the tip and like that's it Mm. like I'm satisfied like that would be enough for me because that's such a great goal oh my god well I just like I was just like I want I wish I had that like that's what I basically that's I wish I had that I never had that so that relatable person yeah and the easy information to like actual scientific data and not like just like fluffy stuff so it's like Mm -hmm. I wish I had that myself and so yeah, now the channel has grown and it's like become this like little community of like women that are helping women. And it's just, it's really cool. So uh, you have a sister so squad, wonderful. right? Like I see I that online, do. the sister squad. Do you have a name for them or like, is that what you guys call them? Yeah, sister like squad? sisters, but yeah. with like a seat, like a, like a cyst. So like oh, C-Y-S-T-E-R. oh my are Yeah. Wow. So like that started, um, there's some pretty wicked merch come on now well yeah Yeah. there's merch but it yeah it's one of those things that like what's happened unfortunately is like a lot of people i haven't trademarked the name so a lot of people have actually taken sister squad now with like no no way related stuff i'm so sorry to hear that yeah so it's like it's just one of those things like a lot of people i started the hashtag on instagram sister squad so if any of you ever post stuff about your pcos that's a good spot to go to as well 
Um, but even with that, like sometimes when I'm scrolling through there, a bunch of other people have used it now on their merch. So I'm like, it's, it is what it is like that's Whatever. Right. That started with you. You're ground one. You're the ground zero. Thanks. Yeah. You know, that's huge. And like, yeah, you started this movement. Oh my God. How's it feel? Jess? I, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I just, I'm just happy that like, I'm helping a little bit. Like that's, that's, I just, I'm just happy that some people are getting the answers they want. Do, do you have like some key products that you have tried out yourself uh, over the years that have helped you um, battle PCOS? Yeah. So um, mm. the diagnosis normally with PCOS is to be put on birth control um, because birth control basically will help regulate your hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't like that because it was a band-aid solution. Like as mm-hmm. soon as you go off birth control, like all of your symptoms will return. And I was like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be on these pills every day for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Like that's just a lot. And there's been so many, you know, all this data now coming out with all these awful side effects of birth control. So, you know, which is not a surprise, like you're taking, synthetic hormones (laughs) every day. So um, I wanted to do it naturally. And that's when this channel started too, was like my journey to try and like, not, you'll never cure it, but like manage my symptoms more naturally. Um, So the one thing is I always push and like everyone who's on my channel already probably know before I even say it, what I talk about, but it's berberine. Uh, And berberine is basically a natural product that it kind of acts the same as a prescription drug called metformin, which a lot of women get put on as well to try and mm. lower your glucose levels, lower your insulin levels. But berberine has actually been shown in multiple studies to actually do the exact same as metformin at uh, the same results. So I take berberine like multiple times a day and it helps lower my glucose levels, which in turn helps me like keep weight off because Basically, Gianluca and like Selena, if like you eat a burger that's 450 calories, Mm -hmm. your body registers that as 450 calories. My insulin is so high that that 450 might actually be registering as like 800, 900. So a lot of women with PCOS are like on these crazy restrictive diets, but they're just gaining all of this weight. And they're like, I literally am eating nothing and I'm still, because your body, you're glucose levels are so high. So berberine mm. really helps with that. Um, and then inositol has shown so much um, scientific backing uh, to help with your like cysts, to help with regulating your periods, mm. to help with egg formulation and like egg health, um, all these amazing things. Um, so those two together, I always say if you're going to pick like two supplements to help with your PCS, those PCS, PCOS, those are the two to definitely go with. Nice. Cool. And do you have to take these every day? Like how does that yeah. work? I'm just curious. So, yeah. So um, inositol is normally in a powder form. I've been using this one okay. from this brand from a Canadian woman, actually a doctor who again made this product because she suffered from PCOS. Hers Isn't is called, that interesting? Um, wow. Yeah. So she's amazing. Um, her product is called Ovofolic um, and oh, they're okay. in a powder form. And then Berberine, I mean, any brand is good. I use natural factors, but yeah, that's wonderful. Every, every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of my next question. I don't know. Um, just something that I was thinking of. 
So you could you could you're fertile. You could still have a baby with PCOS, or is it still not risky? really? Is yeah. Okay. So women with PCOS, because they're in like so, my hormone profile right now is like mm-hmm. crazy. So like oh, really? when I've done my hormone profile, like my progesterone, which progesterone, which we all have, mm-hmm. is at like a zero. So I'm basically like post menopause. Wow. Wow. Like that's what my hormone profile is. And then women with PCOS have really high androgen and testosterone levels, which is why um, they might have like facial hair growth and like acne Mm -hmm. and like balding and like weight gain because basically their androgens are way too high. So I have like way too much testosterone for a regular female. So what happens is women who are trying to conceive with PCOS either Mm -hmm. can't conceive because mm-hmm. your hormones have to be somewhat okay to like conceive a child or they can't conceive because they're not ovulating because you have to have again balanced hormones in order to ovulate and like release an egg or they can't conceive because they don't have a period because you need to have balanced hormones to have a period or yeah. what a lot of women with PCOS experience is they actually do get pregnant and then they just have miscarriage after miscarriage because oh, wow. again you have to have optimal hormone levels to keep the baby like you're like yeah. so if my hormones are you know too testosterone dominated mm-hmm. like my body can't hold on to that fetus or hold on to that child I should say or embryo or whatever mm-hmm. um that being said, lots of women have PCOS and have children. Oh, okay. Um, there's like That's hormone good. intervention you can wow. do. Um, there's a lot of like, there's so much science out there now that can yeah. help with it. Um, but even with me, for example, my left ovary is, well, both of my ovaries have cysts on them. So like that's no bueno. And then combine that with they're inflamed. I don't know if it's because of the cysts, but basically my ovaries are like too big, like, because they're so inflamed. Oh dear. Yeah. So I've been told by doctors, like, if you're going to have kids, like now, like yesterday, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. It's worse. Might yeah. That is really interesting. Thanks for like, yeah, like explaining all of that because yeah, a lot of people don't know this. Affect absolutely like ever, like your whole definitely endocrine system. Like later, look up your endocrine system, like Gianluca mm-hmm. and Selena, because it's the same for male and females. Like it affects mm-hmm. everything, and if it's not balanced or where it should be, like so like it's equilibrium right like it's definitely yeah yeah well with the advancement of uh technology medicine and all that so yeah that's why I was wondering I'm like so have people made it possible to somehow get to a good point where they could possibly conceive like there probably is a few like you mentioned so I mean yeah it's it's one of those things that I think it depends as well like PCOS is a spectrum some people have it I see their symptoms are way worse than others or some people might have one symptom that's way worse than others. So I think that people, you know, obviously if you your symptoms aren't as bad, it's it's easier. But mm-hmm. also um, on top of that, like I think there's so many scientific interventions that can help like IVF or hormone therapy and like there's a bunch of stuff. So right. yeah, I mean, people try. There's a lot of people that have success and there's people that don't. And I think that's one of, I think the hardest things for women at like a childbearing age to know that like this is not going to be easy um Mm -hmm. or even happen at all so with that being said um and as part of the community that you've built uh, online and offline 
Do you have any like truly inspirational moments or a story that you can share about someone that you have touched the heart of or, you know, have led in the right direction and they were able to uh, battle with PCOS on a, on a better note? Um, yeah, I think like those are my favorite comments. Like I read every single comment and I try to respond to everyone uh, on YouTube. And I think those are my favorite is like women who respond or comment on a video and just say like, Hey, like I've tried this out and like, I feel amazing. Or like, mm-hmm. Oh, I've like tried to eat how you said, and I've lost like 20 pounds or like, I really like your philosophy on like life balance. And like, I, this has affected me. You're like, just seeing that, like, Oh my God, like my intention was to help someone. And like, some people are actually, bettering their PCOS symptoms or managing their symptoms better and like that is like the best feeling in the world it's just like okay sweet like this is all for something (laughs) yeah you definitely created a great um outlet for people with PCOS to go and find and kind of like even myself who um just watching your videos I'm like wow this is very fascinating and yeah if if you even have a friend that has it like now you have a better inside as to what they're going through. Yeah. And it was one of those things that when the channel came out and I first sent it to my friends, I had so many people, not people, friends message me back being like, Hey, like, I actually think I have this. Like I experienced everything you just said, mm-hmm. or like, Hey, my cousin has this, or like, I'm going to send this to like my friend. Cause like she has peace. It was like, I didn't realize how many people in my own circle had these sim- like it was crazy I was like whoa like I didn't think you had wow. your- right one of those things wow. which was really cool so that was like the ripple effect of that was really nice as well that's wonderful wow you know there, there's a question that uh, Selena and I always ask mm-hmm. on the pod and it's one of those ones that really hit home and it's as if you were to go back to the very first moment of your diagnosis uh, with PCOS, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself? Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, I would two things. You're not alone. There's like many people who are experiencing this, and Big there's many to know. different platforms where you can reach out and have communities and talk to women who are experienced. So, like, number one, like go and find these communities would be number one. And number Mm -hmm. two is that like, I wish I, I think my mentality when I first got diagnosed was how do I cure this? Right. And it's not something that I can ever cure. Like this is something that I'm going to have to like die. So it's like, I, I wish I would tell myself like, it's like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. This is something you're going to have forever. And you have to be okay with that. You have to accept that and you have to tell yourself like it is what it is and I can wake up every day upset about it or I can deal with it and try and see the positive side of things and see how I'm going to help it um, because it's never going away. So, Spoken I- like a true motivational speaker, Jess. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, well – what a response. We're so thankful that somebody like you has created such a great community for people to, yeah, join join in this because it's, yeah, part of your new reality. It is the reality now that 
you mm-hmm. might have this and at least they have um your channels to look to and um are Which you, you uh, speak- <laughs> yeah like are you speaking anywhere soon are yeah. you what do you got going on what do you have no to- i've just been it's you know yeah no i just did this pcos convention a few months ago which was really cool they're a platform of women who are trying to start like a like almost like online network for specifically for pcos which was really cool um and no just continuing to do what i'm doing like i'm just diving into research more continuing to post um but no, no, no speaking upcoming. It's one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. I have to kind of watch it with that because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. So I always disclose on my channel like this is just what I've experienced. And I get a lot of women asking, um, you know, what do you think about this? Or like, what should I do about this? And I always mm-hmm. say, you have to go and ask your doctor. Like you have to go and ask like, yes. because I can't, I can only tell you like this worked for me, but I can't really, you know, so I think with, I've been invited to some talks and stuff, but I've declined just because I I need to stay in my lane somewhat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally understand where. Yeah, what you mean by that? You know, and that like that's I, great. As an educator as well, you understand that. So, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of like people online kind of cross the wrong lane. Mm-hmm. I think like they they are not qualified in in a specific area but like act yeah and I don't want that I don't I I want I want women to go and seek medical professional help right not, you've not, created the safe space to talk about it but yeah. then you would if they actually have the concrete they want answers they have to go speak with their medical totally. professional you're right totally yeah, yeah. Absolutely. that's wonderful and you, you were, I don't know, I, I don't know if I should even mention this. Jeez, because I, I know you do like a daily slash like weekly vlog. What were you going to talk about today? Can you give us a little inside scoop? Oh, yeah. Yes. So today I was um, just actually going to make my first like silent vlog. Ooh. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. So I wanted to just make uh what I do at home on the weekend indoors um a lot of my vlogs are like me out and about but like just with COVID I just feel like um more of my time has been spent indoors a lot of people are Mm -hmm. indoors and I kind of wanted to show how I keep myself busy on the weekend instead of just watching Netflix all day um uh (laughs) my different things but then I thought on top of that there's just so much noise Like, I just find, like, there's just, I, especially with social media, it's like, everyone's talking, like, all the time. So I was like, I want to make a, like, I want to make a silent vlog. Like, I want to make a vlog where I'm filming what I'm doing in, like, small takes with, like, maybe music in the background, but maybe just, just the, like, actual noises that come with, like, making a coffee or, like, sketching a, sketching something or, like, painting. Oh, so, like, um, ASRM, I think it's called. A- I'm, I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna like get that many views, but that's what I always say on my channel too. I'm like, this channel's also for me as like a creative outlet. So like, yes, oh, okay, ninety percent of the topics are PCOS, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm gonna like put something that I like, and if it doesn't, a little sprinkle a little Jess in there, a little salt a little yeah. And if like I get zero views, like I get zero views, it made me happy. So like I just, yeah. So I, it's going to be a quiet vlog. It's going to be a no words. I love it. Silent 
it's really genuine that you're still able to have that as a creative outlet. Cause a lot of people use social media as like an ego booster or like as in their profession, like me, 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 or uh, look at what I'm doing. Look, you know what? When it this, first like, started out though, it was kind of like, I'm just going to be talking into the space. So I don't right? even think when, when like Twitter first came out, I feel like I was just talking into yeah. no one. <laughs> Going to get lunch. <laughs> or just airing your grievances for no yeah. one to really hear. So it, it's nice to kind of maybe bring it back to that. <laughs> I always go back to that, like, that Seinfeld episode, uh, the Festivus. I have problems with you people. <laughs> and you're gonna hear about them like <laughs> George Costanza's father like definitely what social media should be but just got you know somewhere down the line lost yeah I just feel yeah. like there's not enough and I think that's what is kind of happening now too it's like people always mm-hmm. need to fill their silent voids with noise it's like you can't just wait for your friend outside or wait in a line you have to like be mm-hmm. on your phone with your airpods and like watching a youtube going to instagram mm-hmm. going to the new it's like your brain, unless you're sleeping, like doesn't. So it's like, I just wanted to make something that was like someone could come home from work and just like watch something that was just like, I don't Have know on why. In the I don't know why. Oh. I want something that's quiet. Like it's we'll creative. You know what? That's totally cool. It's creative. It's something to put out there. Yeah, totally. Jess, I want to thank you on behalf of Selena and I all yes. the way from Vancouver. <laughs> Thank for joining you, our podcast, <laughs> our truly, truly famous friend, and also teaching me something new. I don't know, Selena, I, I oh learned so much today. Yes, thank you so much for opening our eyes to this and to sharing it with our uh, listeners. We're going to mention thank your you. um, community and your socials uh, on uh, the blog, the post below as well, so people can mm-hmm. follow you, they can check you out. And then also no. watch your silent video. You know what <laughs> What's your channel's names? My channel's name is just Jessica Diana. Mm-hmm. And I'll know I'll have two views on that video only and I know which two it'll be. <laughs> That's us. That's us. Like, oh, yeah. Right. There's More than one. So you got two. Thanks again, <laughs> Thanks. Jess. Thank Thanks. you, Selena. Take care. All right. And we'll talk real soon. Take care. <laughs>